Welcome to Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. Drogi. Before we get to this week's story, the first story of the podcast's fourth season, I'd like to step in and talk with you about the podcast itself. I'm C.B. I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm also the editor, which means I read through the hundreds of stories that are sent in each year and choose the 45 or so stories that I think suit the podcast best for each season. I pay those authors for their stories, though not much, unfortunately, because the budget is tight. Then I record and edit all of the stories. In addition to this podcast, I have a few other projects going, like a weekly comic, semi-regular anthology productions, and writing my own stories. The podcast, and everything else I do under the Manowaker Studio name, is supported primarily by my wonderful patrons on Patreon. Patreon is a simple site, where fans can support the artists and projects they love with small recurring contributions. For a dollar per month, fans can help support the show and also get access to bonuses like early podcasts and comics and an inside look into Manowaker projects. For example, patrons are currently getting regular updates on the progress of my new novel, tentatively titled Escape from Spin City XX. Also, the more support the studio gets, the more I can pay the authors who contribute to it, and I would love to be able to pay the contributors professional rates someday for these amazing stories. As an additional reward, anyone who joins the Patreon at the $5 level before the end of February will receive a small Manowaker Studio swag pack, including a very nice enamel pin featuring the new Manowaker logo. So, if you think this podcast is worth at least a dollar a month, Or if you just want to learn more about how Patreon support works, please head over to patreon.com slash manawaker. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash m-a-n-a-w-a-k-e-r. There is also a link in the show notes. If you're not in a place where you can contribute financially, there are other ways you can help out for free. Reviews of the podcast on your platform of choice helps other listeners find it. And word-of-mouth recommendations may seem like a small thing, but if all the subscribers told just a few of their friends and family how much they like the podcast, that's hundreds of potential new subscribers, which is fantastic. Another way everyone can help the podcast is to give me some information about yourself. Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast has hundreds of subscribers, according to my download analytics, but I only ever hear from a handful of them and all the rest are essentially in the dark to me. To this end, I've set up a short survey that can tell me more about my listeners. It's not for advertising. Don't worry, I have no plans to add advertisements to the podcast. So it's not really about demographics. It's more about how the podcast has affected you, and even how you might see it as part of your life in the future. The more I know about how my listeners think and feel toward the podcast, the better I am able to make decisions about which stories to feature, and even how to read them. So I'd love it if you would take my short survey. It's over on SurveyMonkey, and I'll stick a link in the show notes. Of course, you can always drop me a note if you have more to say. Just send an email to cb at manawaker.com. I really do enjoy hearing from listeners. With those things out of the way, let's get to this week's story. Category 5 by Ashley Gauch My scales shimmer in the sunlight, unseen by the reeling masses of psychically dozing apes below. 
I knew from the moment I was born that I belonged in the skies, and my sinuous body unfurls above golden strands of wind I've braided into baskets to support my weight. I can't contain my excitement, and some of the evergreens on the surface snap and fall, unable to resist the force of my elation. Whoops. Control paired me with a veteran. I've heard his name before, Augustus. He shook the skies with his rain-calling roar millennia ago, summoning the great storm humans still whisper about flooding the world, with a rookie partner who long since passed into the great sky beyond. They warned me about the difficulty in working with him, of the demands our assignments would place on my body and mind. I was confident then. Certainty about my place in the universe falters as I approach him, assignment and claw. Can I really craft a murderous spiral to claim over a million souls my first time in the middle world? All of my training happened in the upper, where strands of magic separate and blend with little effort. The spring showers I've summoned in the middle, with their gentle fat drops of warm rain, blanch in the face of the gale I've been assigned. My tongue clicks, sandpaper against my parched throat. Augustus awaits me, his great sapphire-gold wings spread languidly across the Cascade mountaintops, wise eyes meeting my eagerness with contempt. You're awfully small for this assignment. He growls. His nostrils flare as he traces my length. Fifty feet is small for an eastern, but his words sting despite their truth. The sun darkens above me. I waver and nearly hurtle to the land below. It's hard to pull the strands I need to support myself when his braids, thick and tight, shimmering with colors and elements I've never seen blended before, tug the edges of mine apart. Excuse me? I stammer. My mind races, Awe at his craftsmanship slamming against budding hatred. Claws of hoarfrost clutch at my chest. I look just beyond his elongated snout to the shimmering waters behind him. I received top marks in the Meteorological Management Academy. His silver-blue orbs roll with great exaggeration. The hoarfrost spreads down my limbs. Your marks mean nothing. The only results I respect are those I witness. He raises himself from the earth, bones cracking down his spine, and summons aquamarine water strands from the mountaintops. His braids astound me with their shimmering complexity, silver and blue strands of water mixed with just enough orange glowing fire from the sun to heat without evaporating. They tangle and weave into clouds high in the atmosphere under his watchful eye, and a warm front is born. Are you going to stare or work? He grumbles. I snort and expand the wind currents surrounding us, doubling the thickness of my braids and mixing burgundy fire with wads of golden air. Control ordered us to craft a hurricane of magnitudes yet unseen by the kingdom of man. Punishment for their attempts to control what has always been rightfully ours. Just because they can no longer see us, our graduating class was told, does not mean they can escape punishment. Even their own legal systems acknowledge that ignorance is no defense. When my attention returns to Augustus, his massive form is minuscule against the endless ocean in the distance. How did he move so fast? His braids trail behind him, pulling a larger series of knots toward mine. His deep, bitter voice shocks my mind. Send me your wind. Don't be over-eager, 
Even great storms take finesse. How dare he instruct me before he's seen my work? I coil longer threads of air around my fire, thrusting tornado-thick tendrils toward his current. Pulses of violet will reverse the flow, and his tangled mass of firewater collides with the initial knotwork with the force of an earthquake. Watch it! I'll show him what I can do. Below, mile-high waves explode against the rocky shore. I extend my vision to the surface. Wooden structures built by the offending creatures crumble under the weight of my tsunami. Augustus tangles my wind coils and sets them spinning. Lightning crackles to the ground from overstretched cords. I feel my life energy slip into the blast as my rage builds. The storm builds to earth-shattering size. Tiny fleeing creatures are ripped from the ground, screaming, and their pain threatens to cool the rage I've lost control of. A brief flash of sympathy passes through my mind, weakening my shaky grip on the storm's braids. Keep hold on it! There's too much wild energy here to lose it! We have an assignment, not a death warrant for the species. His words barely reach me in the red haze. Wind howls around us now, and control of the storm slips between my claws. I grasp at the braids. They burn the tender flesh between my scales. Anger, no longer mine, fuels the fire, whipping the hurricane to a thunderous crescendo. Control wanted death. I have become its harbinger. Don't be so eager to prove yourself that you lose your life, Augustus shouts. The force of his words untangles the fire braids I'd nearly lost, and I yank hard on airy cords to slow the storm. I realize too much of my personal energy had pulled into the braids with the force of my emotions. My teeth nearly grind to powder with the effort, but the storm slows to the size we've been assigned. I'll do better, I promise, and watch the death tally from control rise. Perhaps now they'll listen. Maybe I will too. This has been Category 5, written by Ashley Gauch. For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin MacLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast, she felt everyone staring at her favorite team's logo emblazoned across her chest. They're my team. Let's face it, this is as close to the Super Bowl as they're going to get.